Rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. Listening on? Oh, oh! Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt, and I am Jesse. We're uh, we're happy to be back for another episode here, and we got a little update to do from the poll that we put up based on our last regular episode. Now, Matt, you want to remind them what we were what we're referring to here? It, it got quite uh, it got edgy in the uh, Facebook poll, man. We were talking about fact or whack. Has Bob Barker killed a man before? <laughs> no, it, we had a lot of people weighing in on this. I think it came it down, what, 80 to 20 that he did Percent, kill someone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I I wish we could confirm. Uh, but- we can't. We can't confirm that. We did a little digging ourselves to decide whether this was a fact or whether or not it was whack. And it turns out that, you know, although he was in the military, he was not actually deployed during World War II. He was uh, a little late to that to that theater. So as far as we know, he wasn't out there scalping Nazis for uh, Brad Pitt or anything. Nope. He, no, no blood, no blood on Barker's hands, except the uh, the testicles of many animals that he had spayed and neutered. <laughs> Oh, I was like, where are you going with this? And then I remember <laughs> the whole campaign that Bob Barker had back in the day about spaying all your animals. Yeah, even on his biography, they have him listed as an animal rights activist. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I would count that. Like, is just saying something at the end of each episode really count? Is that like hopes and prayers? <laughs> like, hey, I, I don't know, man. Um, well, we know Bob Barker, man of many titles, but killer is not amongst those titles unless he was the zodiac that hasn't been disproven ooh. oh now that's a whole nother question i mean that ooh, we gotta research where bob barker was at the time of these crimes right i don't know either don't way know. i think we're, we've made an enemy with him ourselves with all these accusations so he might be coming after us next <laughs> oh no bob barker comes a knocking watch out for bob barkington barker all right we're gonna move on you know, we always like to start out our weird news with a little bit of weed news. And uh, if people haven't heard, people have been getting sick from vapes. Man, Dude. it's it's an epidemic, apparently. Seven people die, you know, and fucking... Vape, vapes are the devil, man. And a lot, a lot of this has been traced back to Ohio. Um, and they've been doing a little bit of research into what led to people ending up in the hospital with different medical ailments um, that were linked to vapes. And they believe that these have come from illegal marijuana vape cartridges, illicit ones. These wouldn't be ones that you, uh, cartridges that you'd be getting in the dispensaries in Ohio. 
these would mm. be ones that you'd be getting, you know, mail ordered to your house. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of the confusion out there right now and people that aren't, you know, vapors are getting a little concerned about it as well, you know, because their brother, their, their son, their, their daughter, whatever, whoever, friend somebody friend. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Like, I've had a few people like, you know, say it like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You know, there's not enough research. And it's like, well, a lot of these stories you hear about are people buying shit online, mm-hmm. black market, you know, simply, you know, fakes or black market. And that's where it's not lab tested. It's not made in a, a sanitary uh, condition. So, I mean, you're ended up with God knows what in your lungs. Yeah. That. And actually, in New York State, officials have been testing some of the cannabis cannabis and nicotine vape cartridges uh, with people who ended up getting ill. And they found that large amounts of vitamin E acetate, which is uh, used as a thickener in all of the THC vapes, but not in the nicotine products um, that people got wow. sick from. So they're thinking maybe this vitamin E might be linked to it. Vitamin E acetate is found in lotions and skincare products, and they don't really know what happens when you inhale it. So this might be our culprit. It's not 100% for sure yet. The FDA is testing products from Ohio and other states for a range of chemicals, nicotine, THC, marijuana components, cutting agents, this vitamin E shit, pesticides, opioids, which I doubt they're putting fucking free heroin into, <laughs> yeah. into oil cartridges. And I've heard a lot of it is uh, containing pesticides as well, which mm-hmm. is another fucking terrible thing you don't want in your lungs. And um, some of the uh, black market stuff is even like batches that have failed lab testing, but then never got terminated, never got destroyed. Oh, so, damn. You know, they get shipped somewhere where, you know, it's, it's still a hot market. Yeah. And you got to look out for that kind of thing, because the only people, the only person that can, you know, take those precautions is you. Either uh, your choice is to not smoke the uh, cartridges or just not smoke entirely or, you know, switch to um, like flowers or buds or even edibles mm. In, until nope. until they get like a, a complete cap on this. The, the Ohio dispensaries are watching this very, very closely, though. They test all of their product. Well, I can't speak for all of them, but um, from what I understand, their standards force it so that they're supposed to test all of the products that they're putting on their shelves. That's great. That's what you want as a consumer. I mean, you don't you don't want to take a chance with anything. I mean, God knows anything can cause cancer, you know, these days and a lot of contaminants yeah. are questionable. You don't want to end up uh, getting vape, getting the vapors and getting stuck in uh, stuck in the hospital. So it doesn't seem like if you're, you know, using a nicotine vape that you get from any vape store that this is something you necessarily have to be concerned about obviously be aware of any other odd things that may be going on with uh the stuff you're buying but this seems to be something that you'd have to worry about if you're ordering it through black market i would say yeah yeah i definitely used to consume some black market uh carts and man i gotta say there would be times where my throat would like fucking get on fire and like not natural, like how you would get one from a dispensary and enjoy it. You know, it how, was really how does weird. how does like seeing the people end up in the hospital and stuff um, make oh, you feel in terms of exactly. buying that kind of stuff? Exactly, man. It's like that could have been me at one point, you know, or a million other people that I know that are buying this shit because I've seen, you know, like I buy on the black market for flour. So mm-hmm. I've seen the guys that I get it from have cases of like professional shit like that should be on the shelf, 
like mm-hmm. a full case of things like and like it's just perfect like made and everything but it's probably you know there's contaminants in it in the flour or the oil or it could be cut you know they take one cartridge and they put it really, in two different ones and fill really, it up with really some good uh, black market too you know mm-hmm I mean, so yeah, never. it's something to be aware of. It's something to look out for. Always get your stuff through uh, the proper channels if if you have access to them. And if you don't, then um, I don't know. Maybe there's there's labs nearby that are worth getting your shit tested at. I know that was big in the '70s and it led to the um, domestic growth in America of cannabis. So maybe mm. we'll see that with cartridges, more stringent testing if people actually want to like make sure they're not smoking something that's going to kill them. If you mm. want to read a little bit more about this. Uh, this we'll be posting this article from mjtoday.org up on our facebook page on thursday for you to check out right after this episode's posted nice check it out and if you got any of those black market carts flush them yeah get get rid of them get rid of those not worth it not worth it man um now keeping up with the toilet uh talk here we're gonna go (laughs) over to england where we've got the most ridiculous story about an artist who made an installation that was an 18 karat solid gold toilet. And it was a functional toilet, right? Oh, really? Hooked up. Now, this is where it's going to hit hard at, to home. It was named America. And it's a play on um, the wealth, you know, the, the, the crazy wealth here in America <laughs> and misdistribution of it, too. So, um, like they don't have corruption in the UK. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not our high horse. We're talking about this installation that was uh, set up and um, it was going to be usable, actually, as in the middle of an art exhibit for a month. Were there any like partitions so that you couldn't see someone use like if they were going to use it or is it just completely open? It was a legit bathroom like like set up and uh, you had a three minute time limit. Okay, and uh, (laughs) the artist uh, Maurizio Catalan, he's known for being like a prankster in the art world. And uh, a lot of his exhibits are like really just like regularly defies good taste is what I saw quoted. (laughs) And I thought it was interesting. He also has like things such as like a a, a model of Hitler kneeling like dressed as a schoolboy. And I really wasn't sure what I couldn't, you know, figure out what that was uh, really going for on that. You don't know the inspiration on that one? No, no, no. It's just a lot of bizarre art. Like uh, one was um, John Paul, the Pope, getting hit by a meteorite. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just it's interesting. And I guess you can look into it. And it's just really, really weird art. But this this piece of art was worth about a million dollars, you know, because of what it's made out of. You can melt that gold down and it's it's solid million dollars. Uh, I was going to say, does the people pooping in it bring it up in value or down? I would think dude, down. Dude, melt it down. It burns right up. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. The poop burns right up. You don't got to worry about it. <laughs> it kills all that bacteria. Out. Oh, man. Those peanuts just burst in the carbon and into the air. <laughs> I'm going to uh, make an art exhibit and it's going to be uh, a nasty old like thing of fish and chips. And it's on the ground and it's just covered in, you know, dirt. And if you want, and I'm going to call it UK. And if you want, you can go up and just eat one of the fries. They're real cold. He is salty. He is salty right now. Hey, takes two to fucking tango, man. (laughs) Let's go back to the story here at heart where the Thames Valley Police Department uh, received a call about a burglary at Blaine Ham Palace. Palace. Uh, 
which is actually where Winston Churchill was born. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> that uh, la- this was last week that the toilet had been burglarized, and not only did they take the toilet, they just fucking yanked it out and uh, caused a huge flooding, and it fucking wrecked a ton of shit, like a ton of art installations. Oh wow! The building in general took a lot of damage, and uh, let alone the toilet. Again, it's worth about a million dollars, uh, so it's it's quite a big deal. They could just melt that thing down. It's really easy to turn that. That's True. The crazy thing about this, and uh, now they've taken in a. Into custody, they have a 66-year-old man. They don't know where the toilet is still, but they're saying that they're going to find out where the toilet is. And I'm going to tell you, that old man isn't going to talk. No. I got I a feeling he's going to be a tough motherfucker, and he's just, he's just going to take the time, and that's it. I you know, mean, they don't yeah, have the toilet, then, so I mean, they don't really have the crime. So I feel like Andy Dufresne this, and just like 30 years later, he's going to walk out and pull out this toilet from like some public fucking bathroom. <laughs> yeah. It's like hidden in plain sight. Yeah. Yeah. The artist like said, uh, he even praised him. He said like, it was just an extraordinary, like, um, heist, <laughs> like, which was really weird. It's like somebody had to finance that for like all that gold. I mean, I doubt the artist put in a million dollars for gold. Maybe the artist was in on the heist. Ooh, he didn't seem be. too pissed. It could be. Maybe it's insured. They'll never recover it. Whoever did this is a genius. <laughs> Dude, his own fucking horn. Oh, dude. Yeah, just speaking about it, like in the news and shit. (laughs) Who knows, man? It's really interesting. And um, yeah, the the Golden America toilet. ah, I don't know. Hey, send it back to America. How about that? Give it back to its its name. Well, it's funny you should say that. They tried to give it to Donald Trump in 2017. Oh, God. And like, um, I guess he was offended by it. No, really? Yeah, I don't know, man. Hopefully they get their golden toilet back. Um, but I got a feeling that thing's been melted down into solid bars already. <laughs> solid bricks. Dude. Laying bricks in the gold toilet. Oh, man. <laughs> or maybe dude, maybe some guy just kept it for his basement. We don't know. I mean, I'm just speaking out of, like, ideas. Maybe some guy has that fucking thing in his basement, and it's, like, his pride and joy. It's a possibility. <laughs> the other guys that helped him heist it come over once a week to use it. It's like, whatever you want so soft it's such a soft metal (laughs) so uh we're headed back to the u.s for our next story to maryland specifically we're at a days in hotel loud sex led to gunshots now we've all been there (laughs) that'll happen right getting loud getting rowdy and it leading to firearms discharging good makes you want to bust a cap bust a cap bust a nut you can do both in the same night. So uh, police same responded time. to what they thought was a fight inside a room, but it turned out was uh, two women just having loud sex. The person in nice. the room next door had reported it to the per- lady working at the, f- or the two clerks working at the front desk. And they called the police. The uh, officers spoke to the woman who were supposedly in the room when the commotion was heard. They s- and they told the police, we weren't fighting. We were fucking. <laughs> Damn. The security officer then... Which they do very hard, might I say. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) loud enough that they thought it was a brawl going on. The uh, security officer uh, then had police order the women to pack up and leave the hotel because they're being disruptive, I guess. And one of the women thought she had left a cell phone in the room. So they escorted her back in and the 34-year-old woman began to then argue in the lobby with the hotel staff. Uh, I'm sorry, not the woman who thought she left her phone, but the other woman was arguing in the lobby while they were looking for the phone. 
According to uh, the guard, she then pulled out a handgun and pointed it at him. Oh, guard tackled her, tried to take the gun and wrestle it out of her hands. They went to the ground, causing the gun to fire and strike the door frame in the lobby. Meanwhile, outside, a police officer heard the gunshot, came running in to find the woman restrained by the guard. They arrested her and she tried to say, hey, the gun fell and went off. I didn't shoot it. <laughs> oh, my God. But it wasn't adding up. <laughs> it's like a sad attempt at like a female all cast of uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Like, it's like they thought they were going to be like, there's going to be a movie about us. Right. That's how ass we are. <laughs> but uh, they just ended up, you know, getting kicked out and shooting at the security guard of the hotel. The man also was bitten by the woman during the argument for which he had to go to the hospital because that shit's infectious. <laughs> oh, man. That's fucking crazy. If you listen to, or if you are one of our patrons, uh, our, our slacker Patreons, uh, you got to listen to the raucousness of the hotel where I had someone next door to me kicked out. Uh, we put that up on our Patreon bonus episode. At they least no one them. got, yeah, no one got bit or shot in my case, at least. Yeah, not too. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It didn't get to that. It was pretty high of a level, though. It was. It was crazy. Yeah, like, it was up there. No fire. I heard audio. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So, yeah. Stay away from the days in in Maryland. Shit gets rowdy. Well, let's keep up with this crime talk. Go international. We're going to Scotland, where a man has been ordered to perform 75 hours of community service after he allegedly intentionally <laughs> kept passing gas during a search. <laughs> now, in, in his defense, it was a cavity search. Like they were, they they got to the point where they got internal with him. Right. Ooh. Well, let's start with how this all started. Apparently, um, police were responding to a vehicle collision where they noticed the guy who was 28 years old. He was uh, speaking to the driver of another car. And then they like when they were talking to both of them, they noticed that there was like a really strong fucking odor of marijuana on the guy. Okay. Okay. They're like, we got to search you, sir. So they're like worried about him being high and driving and causing this crash. Okay. I'm sure it doesn't say in the story, but I'm sure he like he was probably the one that hit somebody from behind or whatever. And uh, so they find a small amount of cannabis, according to this, and uh, they they handcuff him. And um, apparently that's when he like starts to really resist. Hmm. He's like getting angry, yelling. He's like, you know, fighting him a little bit. And uh, they brought him. They finally bring him to the station and they book him. And they're like, we're going to fucking strip search you. (laughs) And uh, they get into the whole procedure. And then um, (laughs) he's deliberately like bent over at the guy. And they're like, you know, they tell you to like bend over and like cough or whatever. Yep. Touch those toes. He bent over and he, he farted three times and he goes, how do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> how you like me now, coppers? How do you like that? And they were like, they were not happy with that. So um, they didn't like it. No, no. They uh, booked him on more charges than just the drug charge. And uh, his, his attorney was downplaying. They say in the, the article downplaying the incident, telling the court that um, he had been smoking cannabis. He uh, felt that the police overreacted with how they dealt with him and that um, he became upset with that in general and just started, it increased, you know, and then he went over the line, which I mean, I don't know. It's not too far off. I don't know if I would have went the same fucking route, but what, what farting at cops? I mean, gee, oh yeah, it was a little bit of weed. 
I mean, yeah, they, that they went over crash? I think this guy would have crashed, sounding by like judge of character of what he did here. He would have probably crashed into somebody without the influence of marijuana. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I, I, well, I'm going to say if you're a cop who's doing a cavity search, like, don't be surprised if someone farts on you. Cause like you're, you're already like getting that personal, like with a finger up the butt to check shit. Like, y- yeah, you're going to get farted on motherfucker. Like, are you kidding me? That's, that's part par for the course at that point. Oh, dude. You're being yeah, that intrusive funny. on some dude? Like, that's the least they, they're going to do to you. You're lucky you don't get shit on by, like, some <laughs> maniac fucking... You don't know who you're pulling over and stripping down. Dude, true. They true. might have a fetish for all you know. Yeah. That might be <laughs> that might be right on the fucking ding that bell for him. <laughs> it says one in 330 million, but, you know, hey, never know. <laughs> this is a lot first- of... This is this has happened either. Um, you know, uh, we we did talk about a criminal like a month or two ago where he uh, was caught because he was farting so loud. Oh yeah. While they were searching for him, he ran and, away, uh, tried tried to hide, but his ass gave it away. <laughs> and uh, in 2008 in West Virginia, there was a kid that was pulled over for driving without his headlights on, and uh, he failed he failed a couple field sobriety tests. So they took him into the station to, to sleep it off. But uh, while he was there for booking, probably in a small room, you know, at a desk with an officer, he would get up and fart and waft it towards the officer, trying <laughs> to flow the smell to him. And the officer said he felt like it, it was provocative and it did not. Uh, he was trying to injure him in a way. <laughs> it was some like ridiculous complaint. I, I'm <laughs> over people being offended by farts, man. So... Dude, this is where it gets even better. They uh, they file a battery charge battery. because the officer felt like he was personally injured from odiferous battery. Is that Dude. like what we're going with? Obviously, well, not obviously. Luckily, it was dropped. I mean, that would be real horrible to get battery, and it's like you got battery, man. You're like a felon, and it's like yeah, I just farted and like wafted it towards a police officer. It's like, don't mess that guy. Don't mess with that guy. He farted at a cop. <laughs> He's got twenty years. It's a crazy motherfucker. Get back. I had beans. Get back. Oh, man. All right. So we're uh, we're going to talk about just a remarkable story. This next one. It happened in Australia. There was a massive fire at a facility. What kind of facility, you may ask? An artificial insemination facility. This place was what mm-hmm. to the top with bull semen. We're talking AI, not robots, but artificial insemination. Oh my God. <laughs> and this fire, this fire could not be contained. It was burning out of control to the point where when firefighters went in to extinguish the blaze, all of these containers filled with bull semen boiled over and started exploding with, with their tops becoming projectiles. Dude. The, Third uh, degree burn from oh, jail. Oh my god, it's like napalm. Bulges. <laughs> so oh. they they uh, tried their best, you know, to extinguish the blaze in the early hours around 3 a.m. in Australia, um, near Gippsland, Victoria, and they managed to eventually put it out, you know, by the morning, but to no avail. There is. Uh, so much damage done like thousands of dollars worth i mean each straw could go between five dollars and 95 dollars 
and each um, cylinder is actually worth about $342 US. Wow. Dude, yeah, that's crazy. A lot of money in that bulges, huh? They lost over 100 cryogenic cylinders of cattle semen. It was a huge Ooh. blow to the farmers, it says. Oh, wow. Play on words there. <laughs> hey, Man, and that's um, that's horrible. That. It, it seems like a horror film almost at that point. <laughs> if you're looking through the firefighters' perspective, you're running in there, everything's fucking on fire, and then just the popping happens of just like Ugh. the fucking the jizz monsters, man. Just jizz <laughs> bombs all over. It's that's, out of control. I mean, it that's I don't think they train you for that in firefighter. I'm pretty sure they don't. Academy school. I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right on that, dude. <laughs> that's that's not something you approach on a daily basis. So yeah, this place ended up losing you know thousands of dollars in uh, bull semen, and these firefighters were risking their lives putting putting their biscuit out there to uh, fucking try and save this cattle facility to no avail. Bullsemen, stay away from hot <laughs> jars of bull semen. I think is the, <laughs> the lesson from that. Oh, dude. I think there's more lessons than that, but yeah, we can definitely focus on that because that's just don't don't get burned by the the balls. Don't get burned, <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. man. Well, let's keep talking about waste, and it looks like I got all the shit stories tonight because yeah. we're going to Portland, you know, very progressive city, and uh, apparently last year they passed a law that prohibits officers from putting any charges or arresting or ticketing, fining anything to people that are. Relieving, relieving themselves in the streets. There's a huge homeless population. So uh, they're having a huge problem with that. And um, I guess, you know, they must have gotten together and, you know, said, I, I would imagine citizens probably got together and fucking, you know, wanted the homeless to stop being arrested for things when they obviously have no no resources at all. No right. It's not, like, it's not like Starbucks is letting them use the bathrooms. Yeah. The same people that are probably denying them use of bathroom in their small little cute shops are you know, <laughs> probably banding together for that. Yeah, true. So they're coming together, though. It's it's pretty nice. Um, Even though me and you could just go there and just like pop squat and shit anywhere. They are coming up with some alternatives. They're not going to change the law. They're not going to make it another criminal act again. But they are going to bring in a shit ton of porta potties in public bathrooms for homeless okay. people. That works. So, it so, at least gives an option. It's going to relieve, what it's really going to do is it's going to relieve, like there's a huge fucking amount, like up to 450 reports of human waste are filed with the city every year, like complaints Jeez. or every week rather. Sorry. Damn. Which every week up to 450, every time they respond, it costs the taxpayers $316. For per poop? Do the math on that 450 potentially you know, let's even say 300 times, you know, the 316 uh, every week, you know, fucking for a year. Like, imagine what that costs a year, dude. That's insane. 300 times 316? Dude, yeah. Is that what you said? Uh, $94,800. All right. How many weeks are in a year? 52? Yeah. So 52 times that? Uh, 492, or no, $4,929,600. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's lowball, and they said up to 450 a night, uh, a week. So, now what they're doing is they've agreed to spend about 900000 on por- the public toilets and all that shit, so that the homeless oh, have save it. money. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you know, there'll be maintenance every year, but in this initial cost, but I'm sure 
it's a lot cheaper than the potential of what they have to do to keep the people, the residents of Portland happy, you know, yeah. with the, keeping the human waste off the street. Because you can't have that. You're going to get sick. Your dog's going to get sick. Like, you don't, you don't want your kids. It's like going back to Victorian England where they're just throwing chamber pots out the Dude. front of their fucking house. Dude, where they have like a goalie that just ran down and you pour it in that and like, dude, disgusting. Now, so you're telling me if I went to Portland and saw someone pooping in the street and I started yelling at that person for pooping in the street that they would not be arrested, but I would be arrested for harassing them. There is a chance that could happen to you. (laughs) You were wrong, sir. (laughs) So if I push someone into their own poop in the street in Portland. That's assault. Come on now. Oh, great. Cool. Now I'm the criminal. I know. And I'm in New York, you're a hero. You know, Portland, you're you're a dirtbag for doing Depends that. Depends right. where you are, I guess. <laughs> well, let's keep, line, people, right? let's keep people laughing. There's uh there's what you don't want to be the guy pooping in the street, but you don't also don't want to be this guy from our oh, funny clip. You definitely don't want to be this guy. <laughs> now, uh apparently the gentleman in this clip had offered to buy the whole bar around what a great person what a great dude right only problem is he didn't fulfill his fucking part of the promise and everybody got a drink and had to pay for it yeah so it was like they probably had an extra drink that they might not have had or you know a different kind of drink because they're like he's buying who knows who knows what's going on there yeah. right well uh let's see how that app what happens when he tries to get back into this bar right if you're watching the youtube you get to actually see this bad boy now uh I think it's hilarious because I'm not one of the people or this guy. <laughs> he even gets a warning from the one dude stumbling out. Like, don't show your fucking face again. <laughs> don't go back in there, bro. Oh, man. And they are not happy to hear from him. They are not happy about that, dude. He just does. Hey, they all turn. No, no, oh, fuck you. They have every right to be mad. I mean, that's ridiculous. You don't do that. You set them up. That's not the kind of prank that people can get behind, man. He looks like he's enjoying the people there. himself. We can be behind it because it's pretty funny yeah right <laughs> so we'll be posting that up on friday it did bring a smile to our face right uh, yeah <laughs> all right so all right. we'll post that up on friday on our <laughs> facebook page for you to uh you know end the week with a funny clip hell yes and uh now we're about to uh recommend some music but before we do that here's a word from our sponsor This episode is brought to you in part by Hemp-CBD.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States, lab-tested, and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, promo code SLACKER. What's up, guys? This is the Brothers Binge with your host Pedro and Alex. Shoot, as he sneezed, he shot back into a bag. Clear waist. Oh my god. We are a weekly podcast bringing you all things movies, TV, comics, and more. Dusty Matt Damon. Yes. yes. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Yes, we get it. You are an extra. You got paid money. <laughs> 
You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Brothers Binge. And he just breaks the table in half and just starts throwing it at him. <laughs> and remember, always binge responsibly. What up? We are back, and uh, it's time to jam. Do a little dancing, maybe even. <laughs> Yeah, we got some music suggestions for you. I'm going to start it out with a band that I recently found called Moose Blood. No, they aren't a uh, lumberjack death metal band like you think they'd be based on the name. They are actually a uh, UK band with an emo kind of pop punk sound. I'd say it's a little different than that, but I guess based off of like the way the UK kind of does their genres, it falls closer to like an emo sound from the uk yeah it's a very interesting sound man and um i i knew one of their songs uh, that i had found you know spotify does a great job of like just bringing in a variety of sound and uh one of the songs like you were like we were listening to them before the show and i was like oh shit i, I know these guys like they have such a like unique but still like a, a play on a lot of other sounds too yeah i think they're um they're not so out there in their sound that i think a lot of people could really dig you know their music they were formed in 2012 in Canterbury, Kent in the UK, and they were signed to Hopeless Records. They are comprised of a bunch of dudes, uh, Ed, Eddie Brewerton, <laughs> who does vocals and rhythm, uh, Mark E. Osborne, lead guitar and vocals, Kyle Todd does bass, Lee Monday does drums, and then they have a couple of former members too, Glenn Harvey and Sam Bradford, um, who were, you know, with the band during certain parts of their their uh, recordings and stuff, so the these guys popped onto my playlist, you know, in uh, Discover. Like they most of the time, how I get my suggestions for the show, I found them on Spotify playlist that was suggested to me, and I I really I really liked them enough that I I hit a little hard on the song because that's kind of how I do it. When I hear a song I like, I'll make sure to you know give it that little heart so that later I can go back and see all these artists. And actually go and explore their other stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's a great way to learn more what's out there, you know. Definitely. And the first song I'm going to play is called Gum. This is off their album, I'll Keep You in Mind from Time to Time. And this one came out in 2014, uh, in October of 2014. And we'll get into a little bit more about their... Um, like what happens like later on. They had a very short-lived career so far. Uh, from 2012 until only like last year. But we'll get into that on the other end of this song. This is Gum by Moose Boy. Do you want to come over later to my house? Listen to your favorite song. We'll pretend the words ain't true. They don't mean anything to you. But do you want to come over later? to my house I've been smoking too much lately I can feel it all in my chest I'll stand in the garden with you Alright, and that was Gum by Moose Blood. That's, I think, their most played song on Spotify. It's the one that definitely caught my eye. And uh, it's, it's, it's such a cool song. It goes all over the place in terms of the tempo. Kind of starts out with this strummy, kind of weasery 
feel to it and then it slides into something harder that feels more like brand new or like me without you you, you were kind of saying um it's it's cool I, it really gave me a, a nice feel for what they can do when i was first like checking them out i've got to say yeah you know it just feels like from the heart like you feel like the love to the song there like i don't know you know maybe it's just my interpretation but i just uh, something about that song just pulls me in it's just like i can imagine like you, you were saying you know the guy just sitting there strumming away mm-hmm. you know and just fucking breaking out into those like perfectly matched vocals yeah it's uh it's great they they do a really good job with with their sound and that's why i was having trouble before calling it like emo or pop punk because like all right, emo pop, maybe. I don't know. It's more of a rock sound, maybe a post sound. Like I, I don't really know how to, you know, categorize it, especially because between the different songs, it's very different as well. They label it themselves as like en- English emo and pop punk and stuff, you know? I and mean, maybe maybe that's just it. I, I'm not as familiar with like English emo or like English pop punk type stuff. Mm. And and maybe this that's a lot closer to this kind of sound which i'm enjoying i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hate on it so uh the next song that i'm gonna be playing from them is called cherry and i think it's off of the same album the i'll keep you in mind yeah it's the uh, first track on i'll keep you in mind from time to time and i think uh, this one is the that one album that i keep going back to from them it seems to have all of their really good like hits that at least speak to me so Mm. this is cherry by Moose Boy. I was young and irresponsible. About a year ago, and it's impossible to tell if my hands will ever warm up. I don't believe in growing up, but look at me now. I'm engaged to be married. I'm only. 23 and I got myself a family She's not mine and she never will be I'm reminded every day She's not mine and it fucking kills me She won't look at me that way I was young and irresponsible so that was Cherry by Moose Blood off their album I'll Keep You in Mind from time to time. Um, like I said, this is the album I keep coming back to. It seems to have all of like their hits on it. That one definitely gave me like a Soko Amaretto Lime sort of. I see the emo in that song in Cherry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, all day. I love that. I really like that. Like that one reminded me a little more of brand new. Like I see what yeah. you see. Or you like know. taking back Sunday sort of style. Yeah. yeah. That too. Yeah. A little more melt. You know, the, the vocals were a little more toned down. And mm-hmm. I like that. I yeah. That yeah. I, there was the one part where you were, you were waiting for it to come in hard and it just kind of sit, but it, it could totally shit. have gone the other way. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. They didn't though. Like that's a nice, like keep it mellow. You know, every other band would do that, like break into a full electric song, you know, or in concert fucking kick that shit to 11 go from yep. the acoustic and pull out the electric you know dude fans are going fucking nuts for that dude unfortunately as i mentioned before there's a little oh, bit man. of an issue with that the uh the band on september 24th uh 2018 a few hours after being announced as support for good charlotte on their headline tour across europe in the uk they released a statement saying they need to step away 
hinting at a hiatus or breakup. And there hasn't been much since. Oh, man. That sucks. I hate when it happens, but I mean, at least they left us with, like, you know, some some type of archive shit to listen to that's really good. Yeah, and I mean, I guess there is a little bit of controversy. I guess there, there was something with, along the lines of their drummer um, and some sexual harassment allegations with a photo Uh-oh. that was sent to someone in 2015. So I'm sure that didn't help their, uh, their you know, tours. And maybe that had something to do with them possibly taking a hiatus. Who knows? Yeah. Either yeah. way, I really like what they've put out. Um, and I, I really wish that they were put, doing more stuff and touring more. Um, you can still, the last thing that they put out was in 2018. So it wasn't that long ago. It's not impossible for them to, to think that they might get back together or possibly switch around members and stuff. Mm, yeah. That is Moose Blood. Sorry Hell to end yeah. on a, a low note with the sexual Dolan. harassment allegations. Dude, fucking doling out the whole podcast, dude. What's up? Are you going to do that? It's up to me to bring it back. And, bring it back. Uh, we're bringing it back with some shit that's going to be powerful. Some power ballads. We're talking about LeBrock. LeBrock is an amazing synth-heavy 80s retro rock. Like a little bit of power metal in there. Like it, it's amazing. They're very unique in what they do. And LeBrock consists of Michael Meadows and Sean Phillips. Two guys, fucking amazing talent. They've been around since 2015. Hmm. And uh, I liked them right away when I heard them because I've never heard anything like this. And uh, come to find out they're actually on Fixed Music record label, which is um, Scandroids, a guy that I had actually recommended before um, on the show. So it's really cool to see, like, you know, they, he found them through just appreciating their art that they put out like on YouTube and you know what they were releasing on SoundCloud and whatnot. And he just instantly loved, you know, how different it was from everything else. You know, it's a saturated market for retro and synthwave in um, the same old fashion over and over again, like they, the mm-hmm. same themes. And these guys kind of stretched the boundaries on the melodies and the themes of the songs a little different and made it unique instead nice. of just the same old play, you know? And uh, I really enjoyed that. And, um, yeah, so let me let me just bust in to one of the first songs that I heard from LeBrock. And it's called Runaway. And it's just got you know, every one of their their songs I feel like has a a movie theme going on. Like they're imagining like an eighties fucking movie okay. in song contained in the song. And this song is just about like getting away from all your frustrations, your your problems, you know everything that's not working out in your life, like at the time, whatever, you know, and it's really cool. Like the melody is just fucking powerful. Everything they do is like a power ballad. So this is Runaway by LeBrock.
so yeah, that was Runaway by LeBrock. I fucking love that song, man. It's just like you feel the fucking theatrics of it. Just it's powerful. You fucking you can bust yeah. a move to it, you know, if you want to. Like it's just it's a good fucking song for anything, I feel like. Belton out there. I went and followed him immediately, actually during that song right there. On See? Spotify. There's the testament. And uh yeah, that's how I was too, man. Immediately I was like, who the fuck is this? LeBrock. What? I gotta check him out. And uh I really I just instantly loved like everything they were doing. This duo is not to be fucked with. And um, I think they're going to be around for a while, just cranking out a lot of the, the tunes that are going to become like, you know, just the pillars of like this genre, you know, yeah. and when we look back at it, it's a very, like I was saying to you on the break, it's a very DIY like genre synth wave and retro and all that. So it's like, you know, you, you never know who's doing, you know, what or how they're doing it, but it's just to get this kind of sound, you know, on their own, before getting to a label, it's crazy. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And uh, let me move into another one. Another one that's going to rock your fucking socks off. We're going to go to the real thing. Well, it's called Real Thing, not The Real Thing. <laughs> and uh, it's another. it was like the second song I heard from LeBrock. And I really just, it, it like settled. Like, it, it was that's when I followed him. I was like, okay, you know, I'll give the one song. Like, am I liking the song or am I liking the artist, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I just liked everything after that. But uh, this is the real this is real thing and this is a journey of its own. So uh, let's get into this. was real thing by LeBrock and it, you know for me I think I get from that is um it, it feels like the 80s type story where you know relationship ends and like the guys like looking back at it almost like, at the mixtape from back yeah. then you know like working on like garage band songs like hoping that one day you know she'll hear them type deal okay uh-huh. Uh, you know uh, until you hear us on your radio play it loud never doubt until you're hooked on the sound maybe you'll hear us flowing on the beach today time to play new arcade coming wave after wave and like and then it just goes back into like you give me something like you give me something to live for like so it's like i feel like that's what i get from that it's really interesting like and it's a common theme from 80s movies as well you know Mm -hmm. the whole fucking putting the radio over your shoulders outside the girl's window hero moment you know that type of thing (laughs) yeah exactly dude i was just caught up in how the song was constructed and itself like the way that they in the chorus kind of came held back that with that first hit on the on the beat that that was an interesting touch along with the echoing that they put behind the vocals and during um the verses i thought i thought that was a cool way to kind of structure it to me, uh, it feels like they studied the 80s like yeah. total culture in music and just really took apart pieces that they really loved and just mm-hmm. focused on how to modernize them just a bit and utilize them to their like highlight them. Yeah. 
huge like array of skills because like i can listen to that and hear throwbacks to things where it's like i know i've heard that before in a song you know like the intro yeah. like the way it comes in feels like a bon jovi throw to to me and there's lyric that are like to other old songs and uh you know throwbacks to old songs which mm-hmm. is really cool too you know i really 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 fucking enjoy that shit man and um they're great they're really 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 fucking awesome their whole fucking archive music you can listen to they got instrumentals because that's a big thing in um the genre as well yeah people really like a lot of people don't want to hear any vocals so they have tons of instrumentals if you're like that and uh if you're interested in seeing them tour they're a uk-based band so uh you'd have to catch them out in the uk and i think they're getting ready to launch a tour they just finished up um their last piece but i think they're getting ready to announce a few dates like locally they did just france the netherlands and uh a bunch of home shows but i think they're gonna do a bunch of uh, local shows soon too cool Um, check out their facebook that's where they announce all that fun stuff lebrock l-e-b-r-o-c-k no space nice so that is moose blood and lebrock two uk bands that are worth totally checking out if you want to listen to any of our other suggestions matt curates our spotify playlist with all of our artists that we've suggested over the course of these 165 episodes so if you want hours of entertainment head on over there and if you want to continue being entertained stick around because we're going to be back with a new game but right before we do that here's a word from our sponsor you know if there's one thing we enjoy here at american slacker it's going to live events wouldn't you say jess yeah, uh, from you going to festivals, I like to go and see comedy. There's tons of stuff to choose from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't like a nice night out? And, uh, you know, who doesn't like to save a couple bucks on a night out? I mean, it's expensive to go out these days. Wouldn't it be nice if you could save a couple bucks, Jess? I'm a cheap bastard and you know it. Me too. Me too, man. What if I told you you could save a small percentage on your tickets by just entering a code? What code would that be? Man, all you got to do, go to SeatGiant.com, enter the code SLACKER at checkout, and you're going to save quite a few bucks, actually. Not not a small discount. It's, it's a good amount. It's a decent amount. So you're telling me I could go to uh, my pickle-hating fest for a small fraction of, uh, of the cost of what it would normally be? Dude, I'm telling you, you're probably going to get a drink on us if you enter the code SLACKER at checkout at SeatGiant.com. Drink not guaranteed. Hey everyone, this is Steve. And this is Adam. And we're part of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Pittsburgh's number three craft beer podcast. Join us every Friday for new beer reviews. We'll talk about the news, history, and homebrewing. Plus, we'll sit down with the best brewers and industry personalities that'll have us. So whether you're a casual drinker, a hazy boy hophead, or even if you're a whale hunting cellar hoarder, just search Hop Nation USA on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher and join the nation. And we are back with a uh, brand new game here. I've been sick. I, we haven't mentioned it, but I, you can probably fucking tell. I, I, my voice has been terrible through this whole thing. And Matt, I appreciate you fucking trudging along through here and you being my crutch. Dude, any day, man. But now it's time to put you to the test with this, <laughs> oh, fever, that's with this oh. fever dream game that I've come up with called, is that a band or a canned ham? <laughs> No, this is as far as I got when the concept came to came upriver to me. He was uh, he was like, I got an idea. Here you go. Threw it up to me. He's like, I'm gonna do this. 
I'm gonna put you under this. And I'm like, all right, dude, hey, you design it, whatever, man. But I don't wanna know anymore until we get on the show. So please explain to me what the fuck this is, because I have no idea. So <laughs> in the throes of a hundred degree fever, I had a vision between that you wouldn't be able to distinguish the difference between a band name and the name of a canned ham, ham company. So I decided oh, to go out and find, find some names. And you gotta tell me whether or not this name is that of a band that plays music or of a meat delicacy packaged in a metal container <laughs> internationally like this is worldwide shit like this is, this is worldwide so you ready for number one God, this is so fucking ridiculous i'll give you, I'll uh, give you spelling and origin too if if that's uh, something you <laughs> all right we'll break into origin stories okay let's go number one is this a band or canned ham crack us that's K-R-A-K-U-S. Krakus. I feel like you're setting me up. That's canned ham. Krakus is canned ham. It is a uh, canned ham, I want to say, out of, like, Germany or something like that. <laughs> I'm going to double check oh to make sure. Success. I knew, I knew you were setting me up, man. It's yeah. a, oh, it's actually a Polish canned ham. You were expecting me to be like, that's a metal fucking band out of, like, New Zealand or some shit like yeah, nope. Right. All right, so you're one for one right now. Next up is Armor. Armor. This is A R M O U R. The British way of spelling armor. Hmm. I'm gonna say that's a band. You're gonna say armor is a band, and you yeah. are wrong. Armor Damn. is a canned ham company. Out of, uh, I want to say England. Like I said before, the way it's spelled, you know, that, that seems like something that the British would be spelling their hams like. Dude, well, at least you know the, the canned ham's going to get to you safe in that fucking armor casing. It's armored up. No dents in your ham. Most hams, fun fact, can keep for up to two years on the shelf. Apocalypse food is what yeah. you call that. Well, canned ham, that's like spam. I'm not going to give you that, though, because we know that that's a canned ham. I will give you, though. Your third choice here, Doc, D-A-K, Dak, or Doc. You said D-I-K? D-A-K, Dak, or Doc. Uh, Is that a band? You like Docs? Or a canned ham? Oh, man, this is a tough one. I really can see it going either way. Oh, fuck, I'm having a hard one. Hmm, I'm gonna go. Oh, canned ham? Deck is a canned ham. Yes! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Woof. I was like, I can see Dak's fine canned ham, you know? And they, you can get them on Amazon. You can get them at Walmart. This is a, this is a brand <laughs> that's actually available in the U.S. if you're so interested. This, it looks like something straight out of the 50s, too. So, you got, oh. uh... Two out of three. I never thought there was this many canned ham companies or whatnot. Because like when you said it, I was like, "There's got to be a." There, this game sounds like there's going to be some depth to it, but no, literally it is. It is banned or canned ham. Like <laughs> that is, I just thought there was something like he had some maniacal fucking plot. Twist. Of a game. No, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Nah, too. There is just a shit ton of meat companies out there, <laughs> fucking slinging Metal yeah, yeah. canistered meats. So yeah. your your fourth one. Play the slimy bastard on me. <laughs> Fourth one is called Celebrity. Celebrity. Is this a band? Fuck. Or is this a canned ham? What? What? 
What it's is gotta it? be. It's a canned ham. It's a canned ham. I don't like your tone right now, sir. <laughs> it's cynical. It's a canned ham. It is a canned ham. Celebrity oh. is a canned ham. It sounds like it, honestly. I'm gonna it's start like, saying hammed can. I feel like I'm flipping the words now. Although I feel like there was a huge opportunity in the 80s for somebody to have had like a hair band called Celebrity that could have right? been fucking huge, right? Totally. That's uh, I, I could have easily seen Celebrity being like a, a British like pop band or mm. something, you know? Since mm. we've been on the UK bands today. <laughs> All right, oh, so man. what? What you got three out of five? Did you win that? I think I did. You I did. did. All right, this one's for honor. Dutch All Colony. Right. Dutch. Is that a band or a canned That's ham, ham, dude? That's fucking ham, bro. You're damn right it's ham. That's damn ham. My man's got ham on the slam. He's got dude. four out of five. I gave you damn ham. Canned hams. There's no band. It's all ham. That's some damn fine canned ham. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, man. So that's it. It was uh, there were no actual bands. We had we had five canned ham companies, and like you said, I'm just as surprised. That there Confession time, guys. I've, ne I've never had canned ham. I don't think I have either. Most of my ham has come out of like plastic. We're fakes, dude. We're fakes. Yeah, we're gonna have to actually. You know what? Spam. If you count spam as canned ham, I've had it, man. Never had spam, dude. Never had it, dude. It scares me. Sounds like we know what we're doing on the next Patreon bonus episode. <laughs> you better get some serious Patreon people in order because I'm I'm not doing it for low numbers. I'm talking. We need to make big numbers for that kind of thing. I got you to eat Vienna sausages, so I mean, I could probably get you to eat spam too, man. <laughs> dude, I heard spam kills more people than vapes. All oh right? God, yeah, I heard that's that. totally true. I heard that last time I was in Sudoku getting gas from <laughs> dude who was eating individual slices of bread out of the bag. So, pretty legit. Gotta trust that source. I think that's how we're ending it, huh? That's it? We've, we've run out of material, dude. The end of the fucking show. You're can't. dead. You're about to die. You're oh, sick yeah. as hell. I'm barely making it through. Good. Oh, man. Well, uh, hey, you can check me out on my personals if you're interested at MWG Media on Instagram and uh, Matty G from HP on Xbox Live. You can memorialize me at Landers the Plane on everything. Yeah, we will be setting up a GoFundMe for his family after to deal with all the memorials and everything. Uh, we're just waiting for the job now. I'm going to be eating canned ham until the day I'm done. He's going to be fine. He'll be fine tomorrow. He's going to wake up and he's going to feel like a million bucks, all right? in my system. <laughs> By the time this comes out, you're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. We're playing it down. We're playing it up. All right, people. We love each and every one of you for tuning in to the madness. That is American Slack Podcast. And, uh, until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We're talking America. America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. We're second America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute.
about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America. America. We passing America. I'm mapping America. I'm second America. We talking America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. We second America. We second America. America. Making it? Yeah. No. You have Batman voice in a second. I know. Where is he? <laughs> Justice. <laughs>